0: Hello, we are back with more of Fight With Spirit, where we're going to do capture the flag with mechs, but it's in <laughs> video games,
1: question mark? Mm-hmm. A lot of things. There are some parts of the <laughs> world building that we haven't actually made sticky yet, but all, all that matters is that no, nothing dangerous will happen to these children whatsoever. So yes, thank you for joining us for more Fight With Spirit. As the new Crest Neons are about to enter their uh, upcoming match. But first, we need to do opening credits. <sighs> so, opening credits are essentially a, a series of moment vignettes for all of the players that are on this team so we could get a sense of what their world looks like and what they're up to just before the thing happens. So, I wanted, in fact, to actually open... With a version of a rumor that exists, but it is not the very strictest version of that rumor. Which is the school that you attend, which we haven't named, so I'm gonna let you all name that school now. What is the name of the university?
0: Do we want to stay? Or we can just
1: kind of default to Newcrest University.
0: Do we want to stay contemporary?
1: Yeah, I think it's still present day, present time. It's just. Uh, augmented reality has expanded to a point where we can do all of the external things that we're about to do.
0: Okay, I'm fine with Newcrest. Yeah, I think Newcrest works, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Newcrest University has this ritual. And it's not the school's fault, it's not the administration's fault, it's not the team's fault. It's the student's fault. But... Newcrest has this tendency in the sport that you play to only vacillate between one of two extremes. Either you get knocked out in the round of 16, and therefore none of this ever matters, or you get all the way to the finals, and all that matters is whether you win or lose. And sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose. You've been losing for quite some time now, so people have a lot of feelings about the fact that at least... You made it to the finals. So, the thing that manifested in Newcrest, like, university culture as a result, is a thing called the quarter crash. Which is, the day before the quarterfinals, to celebrate the fact that you got into the quarterfinals, several of the extracurricular communities in Newcrest U will just throw a massive party on campus without anyone's foreknowledge. (laughs) And it's usually, like, raucous and a mess and actually really unproductive for both the team and anyone's actual academic pursuits the, the, the next school day. But... They're so dedicated to finally celebrating that at least you didn't get knocked out. So we're going to have a party every time that you don't get knocked out. Tonight is the night of the quarter crash. Where are your characters when this happens? And I guess we'll start with Sam.
0: Sure. So I feel like it makes sense to have a mix of traditional college party trope elements but then also maybe some like land party kind of thing like uh mm-hmm. involved that like there might be non-team members playing the same game saying the same sport, but just in like the normal ladder matches or private game modes. And just kind of as as world building. Um I think where we where we find Sam is on the on the fringe of a an activity that the team is doing and that Sam is ostensibly a part of but is not in the community activity to the same degree that everybody else is and it's not that they don't want to be a part of it but they also understand that there's just more there's more connection between everybody else and so they're they're kind of just trying to facilitate so like maybe in and this maybe steps on Malley's kind of niche a little bit, but I feel like in a situation like this, they might be kind of trying to do the facilitation thing, like, oh are they reffing for the team playing like a, just a scrimmage game, or something like that and I think Sam is tall, willowy has like long black hair and a single braid, and takes he, she, or they pronouns for this party, they have like a, a high collar jacket that's probably like the like the team the team jacket because that kind of helps us establish okay this is the neons this is their vibe uh, and they've got the the braid over it and the braid has ribbons in the team's like purple color and then they have like kind of fairly intense like purple eyeshadow with like glitter sparkles because it's a big party and they you know we come in on them going hey we said no slappers. To the team who is, like, playing this LAN party tournament. hmm Is the team any good? I think the team... Maybe the team is better when the stakes are low. Because it's just fun. I don't know. What, yeah, what do y'all sure. think?
1: Oh, no, yeah, I like this. I like the idea that things are going well in part because everyone's actually having fun. Because it makes the stakes for the actual game so much higher. So there is, like, a massive crowd gathering to watch this. Folks are, like, enwrapped in this moment. It's not so much the point of showing off. I think people are just kind of... I think people aren't uh, so much invested in seeing whether this is what it would look like when you actually get in your game. I think people are just excited to see you all be present in this sense. And that's what is kind of hyping everybody up in this moment. Um, but also, everyone's kind of like nearing blackout drunk at this point, and most of the noise that is taking place at the, in this event is just people just making noise because noise is expected at a party. Things are kind of falling apart in that sense. Melly, where are you? Okay, hey, so
2: was this party at all planned in advance, or was it literally like sprung on everyone as? Oh a no, everything.
1: Everything was planned in advance, they just planned in advance in secret. Like, sometime around 6.30 p.m., dozens of, do- dozens of college students emerged from their dorms or nearby supermarkets or their friends' mothers' homes with cars full of coolers, full of drinks, and, like, large decorations. So they just kind of stapled to the wall with staple guns immediately and... So it could so it would just all appear as if fully formed at seven p m
2: so Melly's not there. <laughs> Melly's <laughs> Melly's at home <laughs> taking care of her siblings because because there was no advance warning of it, Melly couldn't get a babysitter, and like there there's no family nearby for her to be like, "Hey, you know, Uncle Tito, can you come over and and watch the kids?" So Melly is just kind of waiting at home and hoping that one of her parents will arrive and they're not and so she's just watching and maybe like maybe she has logged in so that she can play the game remotely while still being home so she's like there but not there
1: (laughs) you know what i want to do a thing (laughs) very very idly So, the way that matches are resolved in Fight with Spirit is from drawing from the match deck and typically meeting a certain number in a certain color based on the traits tied to a particular match game. So, I'm essentially gonna make up a match game in this moment so as, for us to qualify a thing for you right now. I would like you to draw two, draw two cards from the match deck and if you gain if you gain five points in connection, if okay. playing those two cards gives you five points in connection, I will, uh, tell, I will tell you whether a thing happens.
2: I, do, I did not draw any connection cards.
1: Oh no, sadness.
2: Yeah, um, I, I, will, I will show you what I drew by putting it over here and then flipping it like so. So I got a four in focus and I got a six in focus.
1: Mm, sorrow. That <laughs> <Alas>. sucks. <laughs> so it is it's seven o'clock who swiftly turns to 8 pm swiftly turns to 8 30 swiftly turns to 9 pm uh you get a text message from your mom saying that you that uh her and your father will still be out for quite some time no other family member responds to any of your phone calls or text messages one of your friends what are, what is your major
2: uh, my major is math. That's a major, right? Oh,
1: ah, yeah. yes. <laughs> you can, I like this. You could be more an accountant.
0: Because... Study work.
1: Yeah. I like this even more because it means this friend of yours, one of your classmates, who you typically didn't imagine to be a kind of, to be a, a party person, has been sending you an Instagram reel every minute and a half of this party and she has almost entirely changed personality like you 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 are looking at this person that this is no longer this is not the person that you're actually in class with and everyone looks like they're having fun maybe if you're being perfectly honest a little bit too much fun it does look like some people are being reckless in a way that you probably wouldn't enjoy
2: Melly's like it's fine if i were there i would just be cleaning up
0: bottles and stuff
2: it's not fine she's sad she's sad that she's missing this
0: I love that both of our characters are outside of the fun (laughs) in different ways at the beginning.
1: And then both of you get a text message from your coach. Coach Mathers has sent you both a text message. This is like nine o'clock in the night when both of you should, when reasonable people of your age and in university would already be asleep. But you've both gotten a text message that says... PC at 6 a.m. before game. What this means is you will have a press conference before the game starts. Sam, you notice several other people literally playing as this, as, as this happens also get that text message. I will let you qualify what, what their like reaction to that might be.
0: Uh, I think Sam looks at, looks at this, realizes that it means that we need to stop playing now so that people can go and sleep. Because press conference means not only being awake and functional, but being awake and in nice clothes early when most of the team is currently drunk. And so Sam kind of gives it a few seconds and says, we got a press conference in the morning. That means we probably need to shut it down now.
1: The crowd of drunk students watching the game starts to boo.
0: Sam considers briefly throwing the, the coach under the bus for it but realizes that the coach is more liked than, than she is. And that that could also go really poorly. And so we'll instead. All right. We have like lots of brand sponsorships, right? So like Sam goes rummaging around in a bag and like basically starts, throws out merch to the crowd while the players are like shutting things down.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And it's like very expensive, uh, straight brim caps and like, replica uniforms, and six packs of a very expensive energy drink, etc. Just yeah, just piles of stuff.
0: Is there like a, a Gunpla kit of one of the models of mechs?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. There are, like as a kind of premium level piece of branded content, there are model kits that have... Uh, partial zinc as, like, some of the materials that are necessary to make the thing. It's it's a lot. Um, but to actually buy one probably costs a great deal of money. But yeah, the audience is mildly placated, and everyone kind of fade, walks away from the scene as we kind of fade away from this into a press conference at your home, like, digital entry rig, essentially which is now being like positioned within the, state, the auditorium where you're about to play, as they've also arranged a table and some chairs for you and the rest of the team to speak to the press very quickly about this game. This is mostly unprecedented for university play in any other sport, but because this sport is very intense and you are very good at it, the media is kind of leaning more into treating you all like you are basketball or football players in that sense for the additional publicity that it gets them for covering the sport in the first place. So the lights are dazzling. uh, The the room is like somewhat warmer than it should be given that it's actually well ventilated etc but you imagine that some part of that is less about the amount of people in the room or whether the ac isn't working and more about the (laughs) the internal pressure of being in this moment in this at this uh, point in time they ask a series of questions about how you feel about your team's play since the last season Uh, how you feel about some individual moments in your last uh, season of play. And then a reporter turns to Melly and goes, So this uh, quarterfinal game is against the Demons, which which we know has been somewhere on the level of rivalry of this school, not as big as some of the other big players, but has several members that have very strong ties to some of your team members early stages of play i know that you in particular are close to one of the demons players i guess i wanted to get a sense of how you feel about your chances getting into this game your uh headspace compared to those of your colleagues on the other side
2: you know when when you're on the field and and you're 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 running the flag and you're pulling up your mech, you know, you you can't think about who who your friends used to be on the other team and who you used to run with and you can be friends off the field and 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 have good good relationships but once you once you get inside the game, you really got to got to be on on your best behavior and and you know, keep your eye on things and support your teammates. And uh, try to forget that that they're your friends, because otherwise, you know, it it can drag you down, and it's better that you don't.
1: Another reporter almost suddenly, immediately picks up on that and directs another question to uh, Sam. So, this is essentially a a version of the same question, but I know in particular that you, earlier in your career, had a, a career relationship with Ryan Lamming from The Demons. Uh, who now has a history in the game of playing kind of rough and tumble, making a lot of particularly brutal calls, sometimes managing to just slip just a little bit short of a foul in some uh, circumstances. I guess I'm kind of curious whether you have anything to say about that kind of play that Lamming tends to employ and uh, how, how safe that makes you feel in the game.
0: Sam is is wearing like a, a like a black skater dress and then like a cream cropped jacket and has like hair braided uh, in that style where the, like the braid is here and then goes down and all the other hair is pulled in and looks like very put together and not at all hungover which might be a contrast mm-hmm. to some other members of the team and he says Ryan and I had a lot of fun playing as kids competitive play is different than pickups and ladder matches and scrimmages but you know i'm new to this team and so my focus is on the neons how we play and what we're here to do
1: okay the the journalist asks a couple more questions the interview just kind of eventually dies down a little bit before any of the journalists leave you notice that some of the members of the demons are now kind of Like, idly filing into the room, you notice that Hannah has come in in, like, a jacket over, like, the uniform vest, uh, shorts, very expensive sneakers, is walking past the table with a kind of determination, like, the kind of... You know how someone walks and looks ahead as if they're obviously trying to let someone know that they're ignoring them? <laughs> That's the vibe that Hannah gives off as she walks up as she like walks up past the table. Towards what would be like dressing rooms and um other kind of preparation rooms and the like some other people fall in. Ryan is not immediately available, but you see the coach, you see a couple of other players, some of like the juniors and like other like trainee students and stuff like that are coming up to some of the other team members and like being generally cordial being actually nice and respectful to you all and like wishing you all a good game the coach just kind of looks at your coach kind of disdainfully and just kind of walks back outside and you'll have like a little bit of time before the game actually begins is there anything that you want to do character-wise before that happens?
0: I think I want to do a Sam-gives-a-pep-talk speech for the team kind <laughs> of scene, but I'm happy for it to be kind of uh, in summary if we want to get
1: to match play. Yeah, either way is good. I am good with vignettes.
0: Yeah, and so like we've, we've, already, we've already gotten past the like curse um, stage, right? When the Neons are really screwing up, we've already been knocked out. And so we're past that. And so Sam says, you know, I haven't been on the team as long as some other folks, but I've watched the tape. I've watched you all in play. And I've seen what you all can do when it comes to crunch. We're past the curse crap. So now it's just time to play the game the way that we like to play it. Some, some of us know some of the demons... I don't care as much about how they're playing as us playing our match, our strategies, you know, melee on, uh, on the swing, the protected 2-1, and I'm hoping that we're going to get some opportunities uh, to do some of the rotations. We already got past the curse stuff, now we just have this match today, that's what's important, right? And make sure to drink a lot of Gatorade. I see some folks are are uh, are flagging. We can do this. Neon's on three, and we'll cut there.
1: So with that, I guess we now move into match things.
2: Unless,
0: unless Melly has a scene.
2: I think Melly is just in a bad headspace because Melly has been fielding messages from one of her siblings' schools, and her parents are as always unreachable, and she is attempting to solve this problem remotely. When she can't leave and she's definitely, her attention is unfortunately very split by this.
1: Aha. Noted. I think we had qualified the last time that even though this is a a virtual game, there is a kind of, like, a digital window that is available to witness whether spectators are watching the thing. So... Because no one will be actually physically at the auditorium to watch, or rather very few people will be physically at the auditorium to watch because they could watch at home. No one has like arrived at the stadium to see the thing, but you will be checking periodically to see whether it is possible that one of your siblings or one of your other family members might be watching, or whether they say something in comments or anything like that. But so far that, that has not been the case, no one has said anything pre-game yet. But yeah, uh, I will note that feeling for later. And then, now we get into the game. You all put on your headsets and your other various sensory details in order to get feedback from the game itself, while also protecting yourself from being seriously injured outside of game. Because it would be wild if you swung your arm and then didn't know what was meeting it in the real world. But as, you're, as you put on your helmet and the HUD materializes, you now witness this large kind of victorian castle space like it looks like it, it the uh, the silhouette of the space looks like a large castle that may have been made in like the 1800s but it is all made out of stone and concrete and steel in ways that are obviously incongruous to this place and even though it is not perfectly symmetrical it does have a kind of shared uniqueness in its space such that you can look at it it, and immediately know that at the center of very two very large open spaces on either side of this space are two roughly dodgeball-sized orbs, one of which is blue and one of which is yellow. And the yellow one is yours, and no one is allowed to touch it because if they touch it, they score if they get if they leave with that and run all the way to the other end they will they will score points from you, and the blue one is your is uh, simultaneously your prime target
0: so this um, is this is get to the middle and come back, not get to the middle and carry forward.:
1: This is get to the end and come back. You see your teammates materialize. You notice on your HUD that there are charge bars available for uh, loading in mechs for your offense and your shield, but that they have um, not been filled yet. You know the shield will fill faster than the others, but both of those are presently empty, so you will play for some time solely uh, at your present height and build. You see on the other end, on the... As you stand on the eastern side of the space, you see on the western side of the space, the other team materialize, you notice that while some of the other team members are trying obviously to intimidate you in some sense, you notice that Hannah is not looking ahead at your team whatsoever, and you notice that Ryan is staring only at Sam All right
0: so if we have if there's two flags, then are we doing larger teams because I think one flag per team and three on three is logistically difficult.
1: It is five on five. So two, uh, 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 as we discussed rules earlier, two strikers, essentially, one blocker and two interrupters, essentially. So yeah especially because of that especially because attempting to close that distance and also perform offense a a large amount of space is required but that also gives you a lot of space to maneuver into and out of um, potential conflict especially with mechs so yeah a beat passes and you both observe each other as we first enter into opening moves opening moves who will be the first to gain to take the upper hand set up
0: is there a way to make that card bigger? Yeah, great.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Rival team, how are the rivals feeling and looking on as the match begins? So, looking ahead at the Dark Side Demons, you see what appears to be a kind of ferocity that has overtaken them. It, it seems as if, in this moment, they are not only incredibly confident... But you get the impression, they are very obviously giving the impression, that they are willing to do tremendous harm in order to accomplish this goal. And they're trying to let you know that that is the case as obviously as possible. So it also remains very obvious that they seem very confident going into this game. At which point we now get into play. And this is for the Neons. Each teammate describes what they are doing as the match gets underway, answering the following questions. How are you feeling and looking in the moment? I'll ask each question in turn and allow you to answer. So Sam, how are you, look, how, how do you, how are you feeling in this moment?
0: I think Sam is is nervous that it seems like the demons are coming out of the gate with with aggression, but they are keeping... Like he doesn't outwardly show worry and is focused on kind of basically evaluating their formation as they come out of the block.
1: Melly, how are you feeling and looking in this moment?
2: Melly is struggling to focus. Melly is, has basically like just had to do the like I will now be unavailable for the next you know thirty minutes message while simultaneously begging her parents to please do something because she is not going to be available and so she is, she is very much cognizant that at any moment more messages could be rolling in that she will have no power to, to handle and so she is just really struggling to get her head in the game right now and focus and like you know observe the terrain okay we're familiar with this castle layout we know what the we know the drill and why isn't Hannah looking at me? <laughs>
1: Okay. I'm going to ask the rest of these questions before I hone in on that thing, because I might figure that out later. What are you most worried about in the match ahead? And I'll start with Melly and then go to Sam.
2: Yeah, Melly is is definitely worried, I mean, certainly about external things, but she is worried that she is going to like be unable to counter hannah's typical like striker role and i think she's also picking up on the vibe from the other team and that is kind of freaking her out a little bit and i think that she might also be worried that sam has not like i don't know like i think i think she may be getting a little bit of a vibe from sam as well that she can't place and it's kind of concerning her like sam normally is very kind of business-like, but right now he seems almost like adrenaline has hit and he's just gone cold, and that's a little nerve-wracking. Sam?
0: Uh, I think Sam is most worried that the demons are just going to bowl us over and we're going to start losing the morale battle immediately.
1: Yeah, very likely. And what dream burns strongest in your mind? I'll start with Sam.
0: I think... Her dream here is that the new sets of drills that that they've been sharing with the team are gonna work because Sam is a wrestler and so has been working with the team on less the striking parts and more like judo jujitsu. So that you know, if they if they come at us in a wave, the dream result for Sam is that they charge. And they all end up flat on the floor, and the and the neons surge forward,
1: -huh, okay, Melly
0: Melly, I think is um because
2: Melly has been here for the last couple of years playing on the team and has been a party to the like always a bridesmaid, never a bride kind of situation. Melly is just like desperately hoping that they finally get through this time because like Melly's parents. While they respect her dedication to this sport and they recognize that it's something that has the opportunity to parlay into, like, job potential, career potential, they still treat it as just secondary to all of their dreams and goals and life stuff. And so she really is trying to be like, you know, I can prove that this is a thing that's valuable.
1: Okay, nice. So each player now draws one card from your match deck. And can spend spirit tokens uh, as well to add dish, to uh, draw additional cards if they feel free. And if the total of all of those cards is greater than 12, then the new Crest Neons will have momentum, which I will describe when we reveal all of those cards. So if you could just Wait, it, says, cards...
2: it says greater than 12 for three players. Is there like a two-player version? For...
0: Because <laughs> there's two of us.
2: Does somebody else have? Yeah, because if Yeah. If we don't have three players, like how uh maybe Brandon, you should draw a card as like a third, like a, a dummy. The, the team yeah. card. I was yeah.
1: I was thinking the exact same thing. So I'll kill mine first. That's one. So a five and a six will do it. I got a six.
0: Uh uh-huh. and so what, what do I have? I have to spend spirit to get an extra card. I, I uh, you can't the- spend.
1: You, yes, you can't spend a spirit token, and you have sp- <laughs> spirit tokens on your sheet to draw an extra card.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna draw a card, and then discard a card, and I do have a five.
1: Aha! Uh-huh. I will add that when you when you spend spirit to draw cards, you still keep the cards. You don't have to discard any. It would just have been mm-hmm. an additional one.
0: The interface here says for each spirit spent, draw one extra card and then discard one card. So that's what I was doing.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, it does. I forgot that it actually did say that. You are correct. But yes, but all of these cards are now discarded as well. But you did meet the thing. You win, which means that you now gain momentum. The good thing about momentum means that in any other match game where there is a tie, you win. Which is particularly valuable. So the six, if I recall correctly, was Valerie's? Yes. Yeah. Right. So, on a win, the play of the highest card answers their headway. So, let's see that six again.
2: Oh, yeah. What was the headway?
1: The headway on the six was... Uh,
2: What pushes you to the the
1: next level of perfection? Okay. Okay.
2: So, presumably then the play starts, right? We are... The game is on. Mm -hmm. Okay. The
1: game is Um, on. All
2: right. This is it. Again, she feels like she has something to prove to her parents she is going to like shed all of the outside worries and she's going to focus on this and so she immediately attaches herself to the runner and they are just going straight for the flag she is not going to worry about the other team she is going to worry about how fast can they get through here and so she's keeping like she's she's keeping an eye out for the opposite, you know, her, her counterpart, basically, who is potentially peeling off from the other side and coming at this. But she is going to focus. She is going to get that flag and and escort it back. And nothing is going to stop her. She doesn't know what Hannah's deal is, but she does know that Hannah has had a pro offer. And if Hannah can get a pro offer, then so can Melly. <laughs>
1: Let's get into some match games then. If I recall correctly, the next match game that has to start has to start from the Array. So let's start with Deepest Hunger. How do you deal with their aggressive play? So let's start, I guess, with Sam for this one. Yeah, so it says, The demons play
0: like a team possessed, fueled by their craving for redemption. How do they show their aggressive style? Do we, Are you going to answer so this that? Is,
1: yeah, this is for me to qualify. Because okay. I already had in my brain the answer to this question, which is, I think that Ryan has kind of set up the team for a certain kind of uh, aggression in their play that sometime previously, maybe even kind of foreshadowed through their earlier play in the season, they have been overwhelmingly... Brutal and very united in that kind of brutality. And that you can observe that they're kind of setting up to do a great deal of that similar harm here. They are taking a lot of contact opportunities. They're trying to prevent any interaction with the actual scoring of the game. They're just kind of trying to take players out very suddenly. And while it hasn't immediately materialized yet, obviously as the game continues, that's going to be... Even more intense, as players start to get more potentially overwhelmed and time passes and players feel worn down, the potential for actual injury might actually increase as a result of continuing to play in this way
0: so and then the thing for for you, which is me here, do you understand mm-hmm. their desperation? Does it remind you of anything in your own life? I think Sam gets the desperation because of having interacted with demons. In other practices, right? Because they are, um, they're like the neighborhood team. So we have a number of interactions with them. But Sam might be, Sam's understanding might be filtered through the other players. And so this is, it's a more intellectualized understanding than like one that emerges from empathy or compassion. And so it, they're not as connected to it. Um, but uh, it reminds Sam of. Of uh his old team that he got scouted from, which did not have as uh, as much money, did not have a great reputation, was a school that where where Sam transferred from a literally a wrestling scholarship into the eSport. and so there's a little there's a there is a bit of mirroring for Sam, but um she's coming at it in a different way than he thinks the rest of their team is
1: uh-huh, okay. Cool. So, Rival Team, your hunger sparks a terrifying fire as every moment becomes a battle. Draw three cards, place two face down, and reveal the third. Okay, let's see those. Okay.
0: Dun-dun-dun-dun! And card three is a one.
1: Answer a headway or setback on your revealed card to set up the moment by describing your combative play. Whose attention do you crave? I think it is very obvious to Sam that Ryan in particular is going out of their way to get your attention. Like, it's very much a kind of, I just I just hurt your guy. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. You can't stop me. But then, like, not actually giving you a moment to respond, just continuing to be on the offensive. Just, to, like, giving this... Overall, intense visual of dominating the game through force, Mm -hmm. specifically to to get into to get in your head.
0: Yeah, and I think Ryan has always been good at playing to get attention and being kind of like a wrecking ball Mm -hmm. in doing so.
1: Yeah. So you you are pressured at every turn. Choose your response, then draw two cards plus spirit. So will you fight fire with fire or turn down the heat?
0: I'm just reading these real quick. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. So fight fire with fire is how do you escalate the situation by giving as good as you get? Draw cards. Add each side's cards together. If you have the higher total, you win. Or turn down the heat. Discard one card. Then choose one of the rival's cards to discard. Reveal all remaining cards. So, okay. I should draw two cards and... And then I get to pick. Oh, choose your response and then draw two cards. Okay. I think it makes sense here for Sam to try to turn down the heat. Because previously they'd talked about being worried about the the team getting roughed up. So I'm going to draw two here. Discard one card, then choose one of your rival's cards to discard. Reveal all remaining cards. So that means if I have two and you have three, then I have to... Beat your two with my one? Yes. Okay.
1: I hate it. I mean, do the thing and then you will see a thing okay. emerge very suddenly.
0: All right, so I am going to discard a card and I'm going to ask that you discard this card.
1: Aha! I will show you that this card was a six.
0: Whew! But what's the other one? Oh, wait, do I reveal my card now? Okay. You do. I have a four. I have oh a no! Four. Ah, so.
1: But that,
2: does uh, that mean it's a tie and reveal, we have momentum?
1: I think it Reveal all remaining cards. If you have the lowest card, you win. Momentum means you beat ties regardless. So you have the lowest card.
0: So is it the lowest card or lowest title? Uh, lowest total, right? Because I have four and you have four. Well, five. yes,
1: it's the lowest Right, yes, the lowest total. So yeah, so you win. That means that you now answer a headway or setback to show how the point ends.
0: Alright, so the headway on my four, probably.
1: Yes. It has okay. to be on yours.
0: So the headway says, What new spin do you add on an old technique? So I think to to turn down the heat, the technique that the or the move that Sam calls is is Monkey in the Bazaar. And what this is, is a it's an Aikido redirect kind of move mm-hmm. of you don't clash you don't go body to body you slip by and redirect their energy and so what the neons are doing is taking the fact that the demons are moving like kind of together and coordinated and pinballing them into each other and breaking up uh-huh. their aggressive uh, aggressive um formations and it, which basically kind of breaks down that offensive drive or that offensive approach.
1: Nice. And lastly, did you make the right call?
0: Did I make the right call? It seems like it. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems to be going well for the game. You seem to have put an end to their unnecessary combativeness. I would like to think that you made the right call, but that's for you to decide.
0: Yeah, and so, like, to add a little bit to the fiction, when the demons kind of attack formation has fallen apart. Sam calls out to to Melly to make her like to, basically to make her charge. Take Williams with you uh, for your offensive.
1: Right. So just to make sure of a thing, so I don't potentially step on any. Right. Cool. I just want to be make sure of that. So <laughs> I will admit that I made an error in essentially picking a match game for you, but. I will say that I was just me picking my match game. And then I will let either Sam or Melly choose the next match game from the array. That's the three cards to the left of the discard that they would like to resolve next.
0: Valerie, why don't you pick?
2: Okay, so my other two options are... Oh, nope, we got new options now. So we have head-to-head, look-at-me-now, and team combo. Head-to-head is can you win against a rival? Look-at-me-now is can you impress another... And team combo is, can your hearts and minds connect under pressure? I am going to... uh, Let's see. I feel like under the circumstances for her, probably it's going to have to be... Look at me now. Cool. Okay. Let's do it. So, look at me now. The setup. Lock eyes from a distance with the person you hope to impress. Who is it? Ask with your glance, what would it take to impress you? And so I have, of course, locking eyes with Hannah. Like, Hannah, Mm -hmm. what's going on? You've been ignoring me this whole time. What can I do?
1: I think the thing that Hannah needs for you to impress her is you need to show that you want this as badly as uh, she does. Mm. So shall it be. Mm-hmm. So, rival team, draw one card and answer a headway or setback for the rivals to set up the moment. Ta-da! Oh my goodness. Ooh, this is juicy! I like the headway here, which is how are you prepared for this moment. Mm-hmm. Which is... Again, I feel like Hannah is purposefully i feel like hannah's lack of engagement in this moment is based on a kind of impression that this is trivial to you or to the neons as a team that you all have been your star has been rising so easily in this contest that this game doesn't matter and the thing that matters to hannah is proving that the game matters that it is real and pure and you actually need to fight for it and I think that as a result, Hannah's gone out of her way to prepare specifically for all of the typical strategies that the Neons would potentially employ. And has gone, like, particularly out of her way to, like, study Melly in particular. Just so she would have an opportunity to rub it in your face that, hey, I am better than you because you do not care about this game.
2: Uh, okay. So now mm-hmm. I have to as time slows as you move, everyone is riveted. Draw two cards plus spirit. Here we go. Draw two cards. Okay.
1: No. If you draw a parse card, card, card,
2: you win. I did not, and so I feel like I need to maybe spend a spirit. Let
1: me No Yeah, maybe. Let me see what you let me see what
2: you drew. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, because really? may, it, may be, it may be fun to uh, play with one of the yeah. setbacks here. What catches you by surprise, or who do you endanger with your actions? Oh, oh, those are both I mean, tough. If
1: you, if you still want to win, I mean, a point is a point, but...
2: Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because then I also feel like, should I be saving
0: my spirit? So if uh, <laughs> if the demons score here, do they also gain momentum?
1: They do not. Momentum okay. is permanently yours.
0: Okay, so it's per match.
1: Yes, got it.
0: Mm. Are we allowed to look at the discard pile and count cards?
1: <laughs> Feel free. The discard pile literally tells you how many. <laughs> do what you do what you must. I'm not going to stop you. So yeah, the discard pile is typically already, open information.
2: Yeah, there's only two prowess cards. It looks like it does look so, like there's only been but, two. Prowess card. Yeah. Screen. So it's definitely possible the next card is going to be a prowess card, but it's also very possible that it will not be. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll take the L. It's cool. Okay. I'm going to say what catches me by surprise. No, you know what? I I'm going to say that with my actions I am endangering the runner. Like I try to execute an attack on one of the like attackers coming in from the other team. So I'm sort of playing as a defender here, but i'm I'm also kind of switching up and and so, in doing so, I actually leave the runner vulnerable and they get taken down by the second attacker from the team um and Hannah sees it, and I'm mortified. It's like, oh no, I tried to do a glory move, and it just utterly failed.
1: Mm, yeah. okay, so after. You look at the person you want to impress, ask them with your glance, what do you think of me now? Has it changed? <laughs> Ouch. And then I give you an answer. I think you've just proven to me that you don't want this as badly as I do. And that means that I must destroy you now. Oh, I too. Are one. you I just Are you happy up. with the response?
0: No, I'm bummed, I'm super bummed. <laughs> Oh lord. In what circumstances do we gain fight or spirit?
1: Right, so let me make sure about that again.
0: Is that is it just a like daily life and upkeep type thing? It doesn't we don't gain it during a match, or is there something else?
1: I do not think let me make sure of a thing.
0: Sorry, I was not able to like read and process the rules to be able to understand stuff on my own uh, this week, because I've had lots of things going on.
2: You'd be like that sometimes.
1: It, I perfectly understand. It has been. Yeah,
2: so you get spirit tokens when you complete a trait or complete a condition.
1: Okay. On the last page of the core rulebook PDF, there are <clears throat> notes on how you gain spirit and fight tokens, which you gain by accepting travel tokens or completing traits. Cool. And then choosing to take a uh, fight instead of a condition. Okay, awesome. cool. So that was. Uh, melly's uh match game so now uh sam would you like to pick a match game
0: okay i feel like bliss i should leave for other people because it's more about their their bit uh their kind of character things i think team combo is a great pick here because sam is the captain can mm-hmm. your hearts and minds connect under pressure
1: plus having a move that also puts your teammate teammates in focus means both of you get to react to action
0: that's true so that is cool I'm gonna flip it. Uh team combo. You choose a teammate you've been practicing with. So that's gonna be Melly. What combo have you been training secretly together? So I have a couple of options. One is like a like a gymnastics boost thing of like mm-hmm. Sam gives you a boost and you can like jump over the opposing team. Or it's something about like riding, like somebody rides on the bat, like Melly rides on the on the back of sam's mech or like we do the same boost thing but it's with a mech
1: Mm -hmm. like uh you do the fastball special absolutely the mech
0: yeah something like that what uh what sounds good to you valerie
1: i definitely
2: would love to do a fastball special and and so it's just like you're like over or under and i'm like under (laughs) we just go okay so
1: so next question is teammates uh do you trust them right now why might this not work
2: Ah, uh, yes. I think you know. Hold on. Okay, because mechanically, what is the difference? Is there a difference of whether I trust them or not?
0: So the teammate chooses to either connect or take and control. And that's that's in the next step. Okay, so I'm just going to say that
2: yes, I trust Sam right now because I don't trust myself, and so it's kind of like I need Sam to to carry me out of this. Basically, it's like. As soon as he as soon as he calls the move, I'm just like, oh thank God they have a plan. <laughs> Cause I have just hecked this up so badly. Right. I'm glad I'm glad that they that they know what's up.
0: Because if somebody knows they're gonna be thrown, they can like they can roll into it. And so a grappler could like throw their teammate over a bunch of, of enemies. And because it's it's digital, it's less dangerous. So yeah, now's the moment. Show them what you've got. So I'm going to draw one card and reveal it. How do you show that? Uh, how do you show trust in your teammates? So it's a five prowess. I show trust in Melly by giving her everything I've got. Like, I'm just, this is prowess, right? Um, I guess, is there might? Is that another suit? There's energy. So I show trust by not holding back. I do it at full speed, the, like, We've ramped up to the level that Sam is doing right away, and that is showing her trust in Melly that we don't need to warm it up, that we've done it enough that we can just execute it. And so yes. that's me, and now over to Melly.
2: Okay, so it looks like uh, first I'm going to draw two cards. Let's see what I got here? Oh, yikes! Some bikes. Okay, and so then play a card of the suit played by your teammate. To connect with them despite the pressure. I don't have one. I do not have have a card. Of of the suit. So I cannot connect. So I have to take control. Mm
1: -hmm. Which still. still Narratively makes sense. Because you are disconnected in this moment.
2: So play a card of a different suit. To take control of the play. Despite your teammate. Why and what does this look like? And so. Then we have to you're going to draw two cards, and then we add each side's cards together. If you have the highest total plus fight, you win. So I am going to drop a three, which is the highest card that I got. And so in terms of uh, how she takes control, we start to engage in, in the maneuver. So like Sam you know picks up melly gets ready to toss her and then melly realizes that someone else is is like coming in from behind
0: mm-hmm.
2: and instead of like letting sam throw her she as soon as he draws his arm back and and like as 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 they're about to throw melly just backflips off the arm in an attempt to head off the the person that's coming up behind
1: okay so next is the rival team draw two cards how did they respond to this play Mm, let's see (laughs) (laughs) i don't love this i'm beginning to think we're gonna do i'm beginning to think the demons are doing well folks (gasps) well not that well wow yes
0: oh my gosh Ah, uh, so, but I I love this because their connection is stronger than ours in this play, but our prowess exceeds their focus, right? Yeah. Like, we can, do we want to use that to frame how it plays out?
1: No, yeah, like, I think what happens is, I think one of the many things that Hannah kind of prepared for and coached other players through, so the the two rival players they are going to actually confront in this moment are... To other members of the team. And I'm thinking of it in terms of because I recently have been re-watching the Boondocks. So there's this episode about playing dodgeball against a rival city in order to not lose their house. And there's a scene where uh Huey Freeman is holding out his hand against this kickball that is moving at like ungodly velocity. And, like, repelling it the way that you would repel attack in Dragon Ball Z until it breaks both of his arms. And I'm thinking that that's what happens. That this move is otherwise thoroughly employed. These two cocky guys get in front of you and go, we're just gonna deflect this immediately. This is not even moving at the pace that it's supposed to. And they both, like, just kind of react in a way that they think is going to be just enough. Like, they don't need to expend a a great deal of energy to stop this momentum. They just need to do enough. And enough is not enough. And you send one guy flying to the other side. And one just kind of tumbles and crumples beneath you as you uh, move forward. Which gets you the one point for Neons. And final question for... Well, that's everything that just now happened. Uh, And that means that you need to answer a headway or setback to describe how the point ends.
0: So, should the headways only be from our two cards or from any of the cards?
1: You can select from any of these now.
0: Okay.
1: It usually qualifies where, but since it didn't, you can take any of these.
0: So we've got who helps you keep your cool? Who inspires you to seize your moment? How do you narrowly avoid an old mistake? Or how does your body seem to move by itself? And this is me answering for Sam. Right, because I'm the you in this scene. Yes. Yes. Okay. Backflip. So I feel like the prowess here makes sense because we've kind of set it up as that that's the different—that that is what makes the difference. That it's not a good connection, but that Sam is skilled enough as an athlete that when Melly goes flipping off, Sam is able to roll with the way that. Um, Melly's weight has shifted, and they basically do a what's the what's the acrobatics move when you basically do uh, like a back somersault? Like if I'm standing up and I just go backwards, you mean like a back handspring? Yeah, like okay, yeah, back Um, handspring. So they uh, they do a back handspring into an axe kick on the other player, and so Sam wasn't even planning to do that, but the motion takes him to the point where. He's basically going backward and identifies where the the demons players are and is spotting off of like a location, probably like a maybe like a gargoyle, right? Because we're we're in this this gothic uh gothic castle. So they spot <laughs> off the, the gargoyle and then their their legs come whipping around and knock the other player back, which gives us an opening. Um and what is there anything else described how the scene? Nope, that is the end. Of that scene okay,
1: cool. So that was. Did each of you just select a match game, or does Melly still need to select a match game? Melody. Uh, yeah, I did I
0: did one, and yeah, yeah, this we've each done it, yeah. The three of us have each done one. Um, is this a good time to take a break?
1: I am good to take a break if you all are,
0: it'll help with uh dividing up the uh the podcast episodes.
1: That too, yes.
0: Shout out um, to Rudy so- Basso, our amazing audio editor. You should. Uh, Folks should go and check out the things that Rudy is doing because Rudy is also a games writer uh, and not just an Mm -hmm. audio editor.
1: If you have not yet seen uh, To Be or Not to Be a Villain, it is perhaps the most intense up for an RPG that I've ever seen in my life and i very much like to play it. i very much like to play it with actors. But yeah. yes, we are going to take yet another very brief break. 5-ish to 10-ish minutes, depending on what people need. Again, a reminder to you all that a break for you is a break A break for us is a break for you as well. So please take care of your body so you can continue to enjoy more Fight with spirits when we are back very, very soon. The theme music for Speculate is Yellow Wood. By Greg's band The Road. Find out more at www.thebandtheroad.com. Hi, everyone. If you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Speculate and you've been thinking to yourself, where can I get more role-playing in my life? Can I recommend arvindeleron.com, A-R-V-A-N-E-L-E-R-O-N.com, where you can check out the Curse of Strahd podcast. This, set in the world of Ravenloft, is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign which has been running for a long time with a similar group of players and which has been both a lot of fun and I think you will find enjoyable. If you like it, please let us know both there